0: Yeah. Nine nine. I was, well, was just a- leaving the theater. But I a
1: Cadillac convertible, 1969 gold Cadillac with a white and I drove it up here.
2: And I started
3: to do some thinking. I'm, and I'm having I just- a really, really good time. Flat black classic. looking big splits and cruising at on the freeway. Good
4: 6 o'clock, it's time for Happy Hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy uh, here at Mutiny Radio. j Debs I'm going to actually uh, have you turn up the volume. Can you pump up the volume out there? Jam, like up to like 7, not to 11, but to 7. Super excited tonight for Happy Hour because I'm not actually hosting. I just get to be on the show because I actually have a show in... Berkeley tonight which is exciting but we have a guest host and she's one of my favorite comedians in San Francisco start your hands clapping and keep them going everybody for Lauren Kraut Yay! Yay. hello happy hour happy mutiny hour radio
5: happy happy thank you Pam thank you everyone for being here we're gonna start off right uh, today is uh, a weird day uh, but we're here and we're gonna laugh tonight. So um, I'm just gonna say one thing that I'm a perfectionist. Once I spent 20 minutes trying to find the perfect place to hang a post-it that said, do not waste time. That's a true story. My doctor told me that I'm anorexic, like I don't really have enough of my plate. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Thank you, ba bum, <laughs> drop the mic. All right, let's not waste any more time. Without further ado, our first comic, are you ready today? For new to the room, I believe. Yes, please welcome, I hope I say your name, at Rhoda Gravador? Yes, yes. yes, Rhoda Gravador.
6: Thank you, Lauren. Uh, yeah, so my name is Rhoda, and I am 48 years old. Thank you very much. Every time I tell someone I'm 48, they always go, oh, Wow. You look your age. If Adele were to write an album about my life, she'd call it 48. Any 20-somethings in the audience? Okay, How about my 30-somethings? You know what? How about we all pretend we're 30 tonight? Where my 30-somethings at? Yeah. Though I hate to break it to you, but some of you aren't going to make it to 40. Someone once told me that uh, I could pass for 30. I was like, OK, come on. I'm Filipino, not Korean. Um, <laughs> so you all heard about, uh, speaking of Korean, that the K-pop group BTS recently broke up? I know. I just hope that they don't leave piles of bulgogi in each other's bed. No? OK. <laughs> uh, I, uh, any parents in the audience? Okay, give it up for the parents, yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't mean to brag, but I am a great mom. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I am a great mom because I don't have any kids. Uh, Menopause sucks. Menopause is when your body goes through global warming, and the only thing that gets cold is your soul. I had a hot flash earlier, so I went over to Mitchell's Ice Cream, and the ice cream started melting. All I could order was a milkshake. And then I brought my milkshake to all the boys at the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours, damn right. Nice job. Give it up for yourselves. For those 20-somethings that have not heard the song Milkshake, It's from 2003. Maybe you'll find it on the TikTok. So I brought my milkshake to all the boys at the yard. And they're like, hold up. We don't drink expired milk, ma'am. I might as well go back to wearing tampons and then light myself up like a firecracker. Happy 4th of July. I've been napping a lot lately. I figured I should probably look into that. Apparently, older adults who nap longer more frequently have a higher chance of getting Alzheimer's. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, uh, My name is Rhoda and I am 48 years old. Thank you very much. Okay, next joke. Um, Did you all know that uh, Tucker Carlson was abandoned as a child? Yeah, that's what I call a late term abortion. Little Tucker would tell his mom about the great replacement theory, and she thought, what a great idea, and walked out. Um, uh, What was my last joke? Oh, yes. So um, baby sh- formula shortage. Okay. I have a solution for that. Make more baby formula. <laughs> okay. And abortions. There is also now a tampon shortage. I know. The solution for that? apparently keeping the baby. Uh, or maybe what you could do is switch to um, period panties. Period panties can absorb five tampons worth of fluid, which is great, because I can only wear three tampons at a dime. <laughs> or, uh, you, oh, once you're done with the period panty and it's full, just throw it in the wash, and it'll bleed into the rest of your clothes. <laughs> it's a pun. It's a pun, did you get it? You know, kind of like when you put a pair of red socks in your laundry and it bleeds, but it's blood. Or you can switch to a diva cup and when it's full, you can celebrate by doing, doing Bloody Mary shots. That's my time. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren.
5: Thank you, Rhoda. Very good. Making bloody laundry, free for America. Our next comic, is she here tonight? And I'm gonna butcher your last name. Deborah Bilali? Yeah. I got it, all right, Deborah Bilali, right up here. Come on up.
7: Thank you, Lauren. Hi, everyone, I'm Deborah Bilali, my friends call me DB. I'm big in the Philippines, and by big, I mean I tower over most Filipinos there. Like Godzilla, my mom's been looking up to me since I was six years old, with with pure terror in her eyes. I'm um, married. Yeah, I'm married, and he's here tonight. <laughs> I married a white guy, but uh, let's hear it for the whiteies. I married a white guy, but um, you know what? I didn't think he was white enough. Uh, let me explain. Uh, let's pretend we are all at Home Depot right now, and we are in my favorite section at Home Depot—the paint chip sample section. Uh, he his baseline whiteness was Benjamin Moore, calm white, and I really thought he had it in him to be Benjamin Moore super white. So at night, when he was sleeping, I would put a brightening serum without him knowing. And now he asks to speak to the manager all the time. He's perfect, he's perfect. Uh, We have two kids together. They have no idea that we are here right now. (laughs) They think we're at the corner store buying eggs together. Um, I'm from Pacifica. I grew up in Pacifica, you know it, yay. (laughs) Uh, Pacifica was known as a rodeo town with saloons. Uh, It was known for its fog and its McDonald's. And now it's known for (laughs) its Taco Bell on the beach. Um, It's homemade meth and it's two McDonald's. Pacifica's come a long way, you guys. Uh, They even have a couple of boba shops. I was craving boba um, one day, and so I drove down there to check out a new boba shop. Um, And I wanted to make sure that I was in the right line. So I asked the woman in front of me, hey, are you here for the boba? And she said, no, she's there to buy bullets from the gun shop next door. Uh, So I got out of that line, and I went and got my boba. But you guys? Now, I think I want to buy a gun. I'm having gun FOMO. Um, it's all I can think about. When I'm blow-drying my hair, pistol. <laughs> when I'm making my kids' lunches, rifle. When I'm about to jump onto the next Zoom for work, mm, sh- shotgun. Um, I did the online quiz that tells you your gun personality, and it turns out that uh, this gun is the right one for me. The two-finger thumb gun is classic. It's romantic, and apparently the best choice for boba enthusiasts like myself. Plus, you never run out of bullets. Okay, that's my time. You guys have been great. Thank you. (laughs)
5: Thank you, Deborah. Very good. Alright. Keeping things moving along, your next comic is another favorite of mine. Please welcome Dan Lewis.
8: Thanks, Lauren. Hi everybody. How are we doing? Friday. Yeah. Nice. You guys uh you guys think aliens have visited us at all? Anybody think that? I hope not. I don't like aliens, you know. They're kind of annoying. They're like the ultimate Karen's, right? Take me to your leader. They just got here asking to talk to the manager of the planet. I think that's fucked up. Sorry, let me put this down. Cool. What else we got? What else we got? I saw a guy the other day who was sad. Sitting down. He looked pretty rough for the wear. He had a cardboard cardboard sign. That said, homeless, any help would be appreciated. I'm like, I hate to see that. Uh, so I approached him. And I said, my good fellow, I think you mean unhoused. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the euphemisms for like homeless homelessness. I was talking to a guy the other day. It was sort right of behind his building. We were gonna hang out in his little patio area there. And he's like, "I'm sorry about the mess. A man experiencing homelessness has been staying back here." That's what he said. A man experiencing homelessness has been staying back. I mean, dude, dude, just say homeless, okay? Nobody said the guy had to be homeless forever. You know? I hate that someone uses another word instead of like doing something real to help somebody. I don't know if there's, a, right? I don't know if there's a word for that, but like. Let's just say demonstrating full of shitness. How about that? Also, I think it's a misnomer to say he's experiencing homelessness. Okay, there's I've talked to a few guys that live near my house that are homeless, and let me tell you something—they're experiencing the French Revolution.
1: Cool.
8: You guys think of math? You guys like math? Any fans of math out there? thats a very positive response. Like a lot of times, a lot of times you get boo. People are very open about their antipathy for math, you know. And on top of that, they're actually sometimes like really proud of not being able to do math. Have you seen this? You bring them like the check at the end of the meal. They're like, oh, don't give that to me. (laughs) That's math. I can't do math. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Like, why are you so happy about it? You don't do this for other disciplines. Like, you don't bring them the menu and they go, oh, don't give me that. Those are words. I can't read. Okay. Thank you. I'm not looking forward to election season coming up. It's all we're going to hear about for like a year and a half. That always sucks. They always say that like, so they say, like, oh, I want a president I'd like to have a beer with. You ever hear that? And I, I think I feel that way too, you know. But like at the same time, I definitely don't want any of the guys I normally have beers with to be president. <laughs> Very, it's not good. Like I'll have a beer with Obama, sure. If he goes in there and orders a bunch of Jaeger bombs and starts a fight, I'm like, I'm not going to vote for you, dude. Um, Cool. Anybody else have trouble spelling the word diarrhea? You know, just reliably? I can't do it. I need my phone to help me with it. Hard to spell. That's a shame because like when you have to spell diarrhea, usually it's kind of an emergency. Well, that kind of sucks. (laughs) Diarrhea is very easy to do but very tough to spell, right? And there's a big disparity there, you know? Like poo is very easy to spell but kind of medium to do, not much effort. Constipation. With constipation, you have all the time in the world, and that's kind of medium to spell. We need to realign these whole things. Diarrhea should be the word for constipation. Constipation should be the word for poo, and poo should be the word for diarrhea. End of story. Thank you. <laughs> time for one of these left. I was thinking about something the other day. I was, it's kind of it's kind of a shame. Like all have got all these hardworking epidemiologists out there, you know, and uh, they're finding diseases, they're finding cures and stuff. And like, how do we thank them for this? When they discover some horrible disease, we give it their name. That's a very strange reward. It's like, nice work, Parkinson. Nice work. From now on, whenever we see neurodegeneration leading to complete and total motor loss function until you die, we'll think of you. That's a f- sad way to end it, Pam. Thank you.
5: Dan Lewis, everybody. Yay! Making the world world weird for Pooh. Your next comic is a good friend of mine and a favorite here. <laughs> Please give a warm welcome for Pam Benjamin.
4: Thanks, Lauren. Guys, can sit down. Are you okay? You look nervous. Everyone's everyone's scared about Roe v. Wade. Is that what it is, the nervousness in the air? It's palpable. You're like, oh no, Pam might have a baby. (laughs) No, they're gonna force me to have a baby, America. Are you insane? We've dodged the bullet. Uh, But we just put, I'm just so proud, everyone should clap it up for themselves uh, right now. Clap up for yourselves, everybody. You did it, your complacency put feminism back 47 years. Good job, all the way back to 1974, you did it. You did it, everybody. Gen Z, everyone. Yay, me too. I don't, I have no idea what's going on. I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. I have no idea that the Roe v. Wade was even happening until comedians got here. Actually, Kavita and Sarah were like, we can't make the open mic because we need to protest. And I was like, protest what? I had no idea what was happening at all. It was fun. I was I was into Chernobyl and Jim Henson. I went to the right. I watched I watched a documentary on Chernobyl this morning, and then I went to the Jim Henson experience, and I saw the costume that they wore in Labyrinth, and I was like, wow! And Aldra, the character that's all like, remember, like the menopausal character in in the. No, I mean she was just the witch. She's like, rah, rah, and they had the thing, and well, you know how it goes. Double, double toil and trouble. Cauldron burn and cauldron bubble. Shakespeare was talking about menopause, like so, accidental feminist right there. That's what he's talking about McCrotch cauldron is what he's talking about. I'm so wet and hot at night. I can, I can stick an egg in there, uh, and then in the morning it's soft boiled. Yeah. If I leave it until lunch, I just need a little mayonnaise and I can have a deviled egg. Hell yeah. Tasty lunchtime. It's it's crotch cauldron. I wanted though, I wanted to talk about abortion because oh my god. I'm just so excited because I have 15 minutes of abortion material and finally it has worth. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Oh, my God, America, don't make me have a baby. No, I love drinking. I've made choices in my life to not have a baby and because I, I drink. I mean, that's just a thing I do. I've always enjoyed it. I like having a good time. Life is fun. I'm living it. You know, I have cats. I'm happy. Don't worry about me. But America, don't make me have a baby because, like, I would need to some holes. I'd need a true tool. See, I can't remember my jokes because I t- got drunk last night. I need some tools to drill some holes that dog's not a fan of abortion either. Uh, some tools to drill some holes in the trunk so that the baby can breathe uh, in the car while I'm hanging out in the bar, right? Because I was the nanny. I can't afford a nanny. You put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag, it's fucking safe, right? Safest houses. There we go. Uh, if Hey, America, you make me have a baby? Yeah, it turns nine and it's in like a first grade parent-teacher conference for like the fourth year. And the teacher's like, um, Ms. Benjamin, Your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka. I didn't want the kid. And then it turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine. And I am like, who is your dealer? Uh, And I could take you to Burning Man. We can finally get to know each other. And then at 15, it teaches me just the cutest little thing. Um, If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. And then it finally dies at 17, you know, one of those speedball cocaine hair into the vein. And like 17 years, 17 years, that's a 17-year late-term abortion. That's the latest late-term abortion I could possibly have. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. Can't afford that. I'm on medi <laughs> Do you see? Just pay for the fucking abortion. <laughs> Sorry. I bet. It's okay, you're all gonna be fine. <laughs> I have abortions older than you in the back. You were a choice. Isn't that good? All right. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks so much. Give your, c- put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Yay. Thank you. Pam Benjamin,
5: everybody. <gasps> Woo! Have a good night. Bye. Your next comment coming to the stage is a great, fun friend. He's very funny. Please welcome Josh Kasky.
1: I have to pee so bad, cause that beer is now in me. Um, Alright, we're gonna try out some new stuff tonight. I was listening to Too Short on the radio, uh, so the whole thing was censored. So the entire time I was like, huh, what is your favorite word? Alright, that one's yeah. fucking... There you go. Um, Did you know that Pornhub has a sharing feature? Uh, did you know that clicking that share feature twice will create a draft message to whoever you were talking to last. Did you know that a link to Sorority Stepsisters 9 is an inappropriate response to Grandma Needs Surgery? Neither did I. But there we are. I uh, We're going to do porn jokes today. That's what's happening. Uh, I saw his video. It was like, you know, whatever, MILF. Uh, whatever, but it was like season five, episode 16 of like MILFs. I was like, holy shit, we're doing this in seasons now? Like is that, do, do I need to see the first four seasons to see any character growth? Oh no, there's the character growth. I, I see it. All right. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to take me a while to get through all five seasons. It took me like two years to get through three seasons of Succession. It's going to take me a while to get through five seasons of this thing 50 seconds at a time. Alright. We are off to a roaring start, everybody. Uh, I'm 25 years old, so hopefully I'm halfway through this shit. Um, It's a weird time because all of my friends are becoming adults, like I have friends who are getting married. I have a friend who's a doctor now. It's fucking wild. Well, he's he's a veterinarian, which means he's a doctor uh, whose patients actually matter. You know, if every person died tomorrow, none of us would give a shit. Mostly because we'd be dead. But, you know, other reasons too. Uh, But it's weird when your friends become adults because you have to reconcile who they were versus who they are. Like, this guy graduated top of his class from the Davis School of Veterinary Sciences. He is one of the most caring people I've ever met. He is the freshman who swallowed a goldfish. Like, how do you reconcile those things? Like, I don't think he's the same person anymore. I mean, he is, you know, opening a deli on the side, but, like, I don't think he's the same person. All right. New stuff is always good. Uh, I saw this ad for, like, this drug commercial for people with mild to severe rheumatoid arthritis, and I was like, dude, that sucks to have the entire spectrum of symptoms. Like, how do you even, what do you do? The doctor asks you how you're doing. Is like, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you? And you're like, yes. I am am mild to severe. I am red frowny face to green happy face. I am all of the things. All right, this is going great. I used to get bullied a lot in school, but it's okay, because I was only bullied. You're good. (laughs) You, You can get more aggressive with your horn there, Lauren. Damn. I'm gonna get you one of those, like those, like hand workout things. Just be like honk, honk. All right. Uh, I was bullied a lot in school, but it's fine because I was only bullied for things that don't affect me anymore. Like I was bullied for being a, you know, short, chubby, annoying Jew with pubic-looking hair. But since then, I've gone taller. Eh, we get a laugh. Uh, my dude, people are assholes. My uh, my girlfriend told me about this thing that her parents. Uh, she's from Hong Kong. Her parents used to tell her. This superstition that if you don't finish all of your food, you'll grow up to date someone ugly. It's really fucked up. Um, I feel like she could have waited until after scraping her rice down the garbage disposal to tell me, but you know. Alright, last one. What should we do? Alright, we're gonna do a stupid weed joke. Um, I don't smoke weed, which is weird because I do play Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't smoke. I smoked one time and I absolutely hated it. I got so high that I ate an entire 72 slice pack of Kraft American cheese singles. Yeah, it was disgusting. I was shitting plastic for a week. (laughs) All right, thanks for your time, guys.
5: Josh Katske, everybody, give it up. (laughs) Woo! Doreen. Okay. (laughs) your next comment coming to the stage is great friend come on give it up for Dorian Trong
9: hey uh Rhoda said there's a baby formula shortage. I, I think I can help I got half the ingredients in my balls. If we work together we can make this work all right I'm um I hate gentrification. I feel like I'm getting scammed. That shit has not been working because the homeless are still here. Uh, People say uh, we should get rid of drugs. We should get drugs off the streets because drugs are the cause of homelessness. And I'm like, we just haven't given it long enough of a try, you know, because I think with enough drugs, it could be the solution to homelessness. I, uh, I love drugs. I love it a lot, and it makes me feel good. And I think everyone should just take drugs and die. Cuz that's as good as it's going to get people like You know what I mean? Like what's the alternative? Get a real job and uh, get upset at Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. No. Nope, just do drugs. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um uh, I was I was getting high the other day with a friend and uh, she said something incredibly stupid to me. She said, uh, "I think we should give everyone a baby the day the day they turn 18 cuz the world will become a better place." I'm like, "What?" No, it wouldn't. We'll just have a bunch of single moms with two babies. Like no one, no one, is, no one has uh, become responsible after having a child. You know what I mean? Like no one becomes a goes from a loser, has a baby, and becomes Elon Musk. Not even once. All right. Wow. Uh, right before I came here, I uh, had period sex. That's right. She was a slave, and I was a soldier from the Civil War. I said, uh, ma'am, you're going to be fine in about 10 minutes, but right now. I think, uh, you know, sexual fantasies about slavery is okay, right? I think so. I mean, she was white and I was black, so it's fine. (laughs) Some people think that's weird. They're like, oh, some, some fantasies are just too vile. You're not allowed to have them. And I'm like... It's just fantasies. Like you should be worried about the person that's fantasizing about regular sex. You know, if there's a guy out there having sex and he's like, mm, "Yeah, pretend you like me," that's the guy you need to worry about, not me. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of bad news, right? Lately, I just uh, read about the school shooting out in Texas. Hi, ladies. Welcome in. Welcome. You're just getting to the worst part of my set. I. Uh, I, I was reading the news, and they said, they're like, all oh, these cops, they refuse to go into school to help these kids. And then the parents were upset, you know, obviously. You guys have kids. They're like, let us in there. If you're not going to save our kids, we'll do it. We'll save them ourselves. And then, like, one parent went in there and did it. And the, all the other parents were like, oh, fuck. Fuck. you, Lauren. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't help but think, like, some of those parents weren't looking forward to seeing their kids that night, you know, like. Like a dad has to see his son walk home, and uh, he was just like, buddy, I would have done anything to save you but those damn cops. And then he would be like, oh, dad, uh, Timmy's mom came and just got him. And then uh, afterwards, she went upstairs and got his brother. It would have been really easy for you, dad. It would have been really easy. And with this, I think uh, we might as well just give everyone a, a gun now. You know what I mean? Just give kids a gun. You know, just, but everyone only gets one bullet, so you need to think about it real hard before you use it, okay? I think giving children a gun is, like, the ultimate, uh, you know, anti-bullying tactic, you know what I mean? Someone gets bullied, you know, they're like, oh, fuck, do I use this? Because if you get bullied by everyone, you probably deserve it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that, yeah, this kid gets bullied, and he, like, has to use, use his gun. he comes home, he's crying, he's like, oh, I was bullied today, so, well. Uh, I shot his dad. Uh All right, that's my time, thank you.
5: (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Dorian. And our next comedian, I'm not sure if he's here, John McGowan. or no, from New York? No, okay. So uh, our next one is Brady, are you ready? Brady Pearson, everybody, give it up. (laughs)
10: Oh, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day, right? Ooh, what a day it's been. It's pride, though, right? Are we excited? Happy pride. My name is Brady. I'm your resident homosexual. Um, So if you don't laugh and enjoy my set, it is a hate crime. Just putting it out there, no pressure. Um, What I really love about Being an older comedian is, like, I just turned 52, right? I'm so old, I'm older than Roe v. Wade. I'm so old, I have probably swallowed some of your siblings. I'm so old, my first dating apps were mortar and pestle. And got it. I swipe left and something else. We were like fanning the fire at the time. We were like Tinder meant a very different thing when I was a kid. I don't know what it is now. You swipe left, you swipe right. I don't know. I don't tend to do those things very well. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've and I realize I've been sucking dick for such a long time that kind of begs the existential question, honestly. How many miles of cock have I sucked? Right? I mean, hypothetically, I mean, we're going to do math. Men, I'm sorry. We're going to do math. Okay, and we're we'll going to talk to the women because men don't know what six inches is. Okay. Well, you probably do. Okay. So we're talking, and I'm giving this guy shit. Oh, but, he, but she's sensitive in the background. She's like, oh, my God, are you talking about me? Okay, that's sexy. So let's do the math. Like you know, the average cock is six inches. One you know, one up, one up, one down. That's a rush. That's a foot, right? That you get one pass. That's a foot, and then five thousand four hundred eighty feet is a mile. Then I kept tweeting the math, and I got to like some hundred and eight thousand odd feet, which is twenty six miles, which is a marathon. Which explains what I'm going to be doing this weekend for Pride. They say to me, Brady, why are you obsessed with cocksucking? And I say because my mother told me to do what I'm to follow my passion and do what I'm good at. And with everything going on with you know Roe v. Wade and all that, I want you to know that like as an ally, I as a gay person, am here for all of the straight men in the room, I will gladly take that load. Gladly, at any moment, just just let me know. I mean, it's because I'm an ally and I care. All right, and um, because it's pride, I'm going to leave you with a little song um, called "Little Orphan Fanny," and it goes a little something like this: <laughs> Your son will come out tomorrow. Bet'll be a bottom, and he'll swallow all oh, my come. He'll be gay, and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you. I'm Brady. Happy Pride.
5: Thank you, Brady Pearson. Give it up for Brady, everybody yay your next comic is not new to the room but he's I think he's new to the to the mic everybody give it up for Lou Romano no no yeah, yeah? <laughs> surprise
11: um, thank you thank you uh, Lauren um, uh, my name's Lou Romano and uh, I uh, <laughs> I I I was. Uh, uh, I'm curious. Uh, do you all remember uh, sex education in in sixth grade? Yeah. So so I know it's. Uh, I'm. I just turned 50, so it was a long time ago. But uh, it uh, kind of traumatized me. Not what we learned in school. You know, I naively I thought, truly, we were. They were going to teach us how to, you know. Talk with girls and and hold hands, and uh, you know tips on the first kiss, you know, sex, and uh, and uh, I didn't know it was just going to be about organs and plumbing and the mechanics, um, and when I told my dad what they were teaching us in school, he he was so mad. Uh, he's very was very macho, from born and raised in Italy, and uh, he. He was like, "What fallopian tube? Sounds like a calamari." You know, you, you teachers, all of you teachers, the white Anglo-Saxon barbarians. They don't know about the sex, make like love and a romance. I'm gonna teach you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I, he, he said, "Number one, when you have a sex." You wanna go inside. Uh, the girl wants you to go inside. So always remember, no, never forget. Go inside. <laughs> uh, Capisci? You understand? Uh, number two, when you take a girl to the dance, bring her closer to you. She can feel your erection between her legs. And then she's going to know she like her. And she will become wet like the Pacific Ocean. And you're going to swim in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, baby. And I, I said, why are we at the beach, Dad? And he said, why? No, no, dum-dum, that's an expression. In the ocean is like the pussy, and then you're going to swim inside. You understand? And uh, I said, Dad, I'm I'm 11. He said, 11, when I was uh, 8 years old, I was screwing all the girls. Yeah, In you got to do like me. I was uh, in the school, oh yeah, in the school, and nobody ever catch me because I was... Uh, (laughs) Thank you. And uh, in the church, we make love in the church. Yeah. Ave Maria. That's right, Jesus. I'm making love with your mother. It was divine. And uh, we even have a sex in the catacomb. You know, you go under the ground and uh, where they put the skeleton in the wall. We have an orange. I was uh, <laughs> drinking wine, and making music, you know, beautiful. I play a, a rib cage like a xylophone. <laughs> you gotta do like me or you're gonna die virgin. You wanna die a virgin? And I said, What's a virgin, Dad? And he goes, it means someone who don't have sex because he is retard. You have a retardation, yes or no? And I said I don't know, Dad. And he goes wrong answer. And uh, that's a true story. At uh, when I was eight, I was diagnosed as socially retarded. This was in 1980, and you know, if you're offended by that, so was I. You know, everyone. <laughs> Uh, and I'll leave on
5: that. Thank you very much. Yeah, good okay, Lou. Very good, Lou. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Teaching us about sex education. Your next comment coming to the stage is Carolyn Murphy.
0: Woo, Woo give it up. Hi, guys. It's nice to meet all you. My name is Caroline. So I go to school in Southern California, but I just got back in the Bay for the summer. So That means I'm going to my old gym again, and it's in this town far east of here called Livermore. Ugh. Every day I walk in that gym, somebody is tormenting the four 17-year-old desk employee about the mask mandate. She'll walk in, naked face, and she'll just say, sir, can you please just put on a mask for me? And they'll say, I wear no damn fucking mask i ain't wearing no damn fucking mask. Fuck you. Fuck gasmation. Try suffocate me. That damn Democrat cloth. He's got an army, you know. I've seen it. My niece is one of them. She goes to school in Berkeley. She got she's studying lesbian studies. She's got they them pronouns. Pit fur ten other labels. I can't remember. Whew, I'll give you a label, Megan. What traitor, sir? Can you please just put on the mask for me? And they're running around all month talking about homosexual pride. Back in my day. Oh, the flashbacks are coming back. Back in Nam, Me and the boys, there was nothing prideful about it, okay? We'd walk out to the outskirts of the Ho Chi Man to drill each other's pipes. Ooh, I tell you something. Corporal Sam, God rest his soul. He didn't need no agent orange to navigate this jungle now, did he? Ooh. But afterwards we'd all walk funny back to camp, not look a single soul in the eye, because there was nothing prideful about it. Okay, there was nothing prideful about it. Ooh. That don't make me no LBTQ though. That don't make me no LBTQ, because I'll tell you what this month is about. Livermore Rodeo. Yeah. No, Rainbow Pride, because I'll tell you what don't make sense about the Rainbow Pride. they got the red, orange, yellow, blue, purple. But when me and my boys run out into the streets, tiki torch in hand, yelling about white pride, suddenly everybody's got a fucking issue. And that's Gasm liberal leftist California. Sir, can you please just get out of the gym, please, please? Okay, anyways, the gym. I think it's just a sad and scary place anywhere. 8 a.m., old people are face down, dry humping the yoga balls. It's for my back. No, it's not. You just haven't felt the touch of a woman in years. Great heterosexual men wearing tanks.
12: can't make this <laughs> shit up,
0: guys. But well, I'm scared of the bodybuilders, because they're big, and they scream, and I'm scared of them. But there's this one lady. I used to say hi to her every day before I moved. She was so nice. She'd come in with her girlfriend. I would say hi because yay. And her and her girlfriend, I thought it was so funny because they were like polar opposites. The girl, the girlfriend, she's cute, tiny. She'd do yoga in the corner. Meanwhile, the bodybuilder trains like she is preparing to fight God to get into heaven's gates. Absolute beast of a woman. She's like one of those lesbians who wears bandanas, you know, so she means business. And I think in that town, it's a smart strategy because it doesn't matter how homophobic you are. Nobody's getting in the ring with Doug Tyson. (laughs) But I saw them the other week, and I couldn't believe it. Bodybuilder had a baby bump. And I know lesbians can get pregnant. I was just surprised because, A, if you're going to shoot sperm in somebody, I thought it would be the Pilates girl. And B, obviously they're just trying to breed an Olympian here. B, I could not believe it, She-Hulk was doing deadlifts with the baby just banging up against her walls. And then I was thinking, again, it's smart strategy because labor is going to be a breeze for this woman. You know, some lady's got to push for one to two hours, not her. All she's got to do, lay down, spread them wide, flex her abs, and <laughs> baby's going to shoot out like a damn bottle rocket. You ever been in like those water slides where you get in the chamber and there's a trap door underneath your feet and you just shoot out? That's exactly what it's going to be like. Okay, that's my time, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Carolyn. All right.
5: Great job. New to the room? You did great. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Very good. I don't think our next comic is here yet. Is Ray Khan here? No? Yeah, yeah, well you're you're uh, the next in line after her after Ray and No, so you're up. Adam close everybody, give it up.
3: Thanks. Thanks Lauren. It's cool. I'd love to meet your dad. Uh, I've always wanted to meet Adam Sandler. Um, It'd be great to meet meet him. They did it, guys. The Supreme Court pulled that bullshit, and I won't stand for it. I'm going out to Washington. Crack some skulls. And trust me, when I'm done with them, they'll be begging for abortions. I'm going to rape the Supreme Court, guys. I'm so liberal! Hell yeah. Um, I'm doing okay financially, just okay. Uh, For instance, um, I'm not doing well enough to ejaculate in my wife. I have what's called pull-out pay. I would love to leave it in, trust me. I've heard it feels way better. Uh, It would just be financially irresponsible for me to even try that in this economic climate. Sweet. You guys uh, know Sabrina, the Teenage Witch? Do you remember her? Remember that program? I caught an episode, it was an early episode uh, in the series. Uh, it went a little something like this. Melissa Joan Hart plays a Teenage Witch. She has two sexy ants. they're hot. And the episode was like, Sabrina hadn't studied for her test, so she was like, hey, ants, can I use magic to pass the test? And the ants were like, no, you're a teenager study for your test. You better not use magic. And then they go to commercial. They come back from commercial. Fucking books are just flying around the classroom. Sabrina gets an A on the test. Her boyfriend Harvey's like, what? How'd you pass the test? It's like, you know magic or something like that. And then the the episode ends. And then there were nine seasons of that shit. Harvey had a very adult girlfriend, and he was still like, what? How did you get your doctorate? Because she was magic, she was a witch. What else, what other jokes did I write? Do you remember any of them, Lauren? <laughs> 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 um, psh. Destiny's Child has an old tune. Uh. Where they're like, first of all, Miss, do you know that song uh, about the milkshakes? Do you know what it's about? What do you think it's about? Yeah, it's about her creamy pussy. Yeah, that was just on the, that was just on the radio. She was like, it brings all the boys to the yard. And you know what? Just like my dad said, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. She was like, I could teach you, but I have to charge. Fucking Khaleesi. You know she married Nas? Yeah. Yeah, I needed that. Destiny's Child was like, can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Then maybe we could chill. To which I say, what the fuck is an automobile? I have a car note. And I have telephone bills. That's a hybrid word. Destiny's child work on that. Adam close. Give it up for me. Adam
5: close, everybody. All right, you're you're next and I think final are you are you here to do comedy? Are you here to do comedy? No? Okay. And you guys went? Okay, your next comic coming to the stage. Give it up, we haven't seen him in a while. He's back from vacation. Dan Britton, everybody.
13: Somewhere under the rainbow, women's rights die gays, teenagers with high-powered rifles, and drug addicts in the same country. Why? Oh, why the fuck not? Why? Yeah, it's nice to be back in America, yeah. My name is Dan. Hey, my name is Dan. I just got back from Ireland. Uh, I was out there seeing some family. It's ironic, I'm Irish, but my last name is Britain. It's kind of cool. It's almost like... It's almost like if I was South African and my last name was Apartheid, you know? <laughs> but you know, whenever I was out there, like, all of my relatives, they don't know San Francisco, they don't know, like, what we all know. And whenever I'm just, like, out of habit, start walking like this, they think I'm trying to do the fucking river dance or something. They think I'm just an ignorant American. Like that cocksucker. Americans don't understand, like, whenever you go to another place, like, they don't understand why people don't like them. Because we're loud and obnoxious and we're the only people on the planet that eat ketchup. They don't serve ketchup to anybody else, but when they see two Americans come and sit down at a restaurant, they're like, oh, let's get the fucking sugary tomato sauce. Why don't we tell some jokes, huh? So whenever I was, I went to Ireland, I went to uh, Paris and I went to Amsterdam. When I was in Paris, I went to Victor Hugo's house. You know, Victor Hugo, the storied author, he wrote uh, Les Miserables, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know. Uh, Then when I was in Amsterdam, I went to Anne Frank's house. Anne Frank, more of a one-hit wonder. Hey, fuck you, man, that joke killed in Berlin. I just got to say, like, it's been 80-something years. I'm waiting for the sequel. Like, like, dear diary, today I stepped out of the attic. We played Monopoly. I'm getting my driver's license tomorrow. The other thing about Americans, they were in front of Anne Frank's house, and they were smiling, taking selfies, like, in front of Anne Frank's house. And I was like, oh, you fucking assholes. You must not have read the book. This isn't a happy, smiley, selfie place. This is a little girl-was-murdered place. Somewhere under the rainbow. What do you call it whenever you're uh, uh, restricted to one aisle in the grocery store where they keep the eggs and dairy products? Exile. Yeah, I thought that that was stupid, too. (laughs) Cool. Um, I guess I'm kind of in the habit of doing this, but while I'm up here, I just got to say, uh, this country is so fucked up, but I think the last thing that's going to help it get better is trying to restrict women and trying to take away their rights, trying to take away anybody's rights. So for the men out there, just realize what our sisters are going through and understand, like. It's not every day that somebody tries to come in the, your life and tell you how to live it. Good night.
5: Dan Britain, everybody. And your next comment coming to the stage, please give it a warm welcome for Amy Stringer.
12: Oh, hello. Um, I, pronouns are more important than ever <laughs> these days, and, um, that's why when someone texts me something funny and I want to write, he, 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 instead I try to write, he, she, they. <laughs> Trying to be, a uh, you know, inclusive. Um, you know, supply, talk about supply chain issues, you know? Remember when COVID hit and you could not find toilet paper anywhere? Well, I swear to God, I looked everywhere today, and for the life of my fetus, I could not find one single wire hanger. (sighs) I'm going to have to start dry cleaning. (sighs) And uh, yeah, you know who's having a good day, actually? Probably the CEO of the company, whoever makes those (laughs) bad boys wire hangers. (sighs) At least I know what to invest in now. No, dark, dark times. Um, I, uh, oh, I went to the gynecologist last week and I had a little procedure done. Um, I had my cervix frozen, Um, anything to prevent fine lines and wrinkles. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I had a... I had a, a, a male gynecologist, and he was great. He, you know, very carefully laid out everything he was going to do. And then he, you know, opened his eyes wide, and he was like, do you understand everything I'm telling you? And I'm like, yes, you're going to be all up inside me for about 15 minutes, daddy. Doctor, sorry. <laughs> Oops. He, she, they. But, um, no, it was actually nice. Uh, he put on a movie for me while I was there. Um, It was actually just a camera of the, I got to see the whole procedure, but I pretended it was Disney's Frozen. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you know that the cervix looks exactly like a lychee fruit? Like peeled without the husk. It's just plump and moist and glistening. It's beautiful. I was like, why is my mouth watering right now? Um, But I... uh, (laughs) He, uh, after, after he was done, um, it looked like Elsa's castle. It was just, there was just so many ice crystals. He was al- he was also really nice. He um, tucked in my IUD strings for me. Um, he was such a gentleman. He was like, I don't want them to be cold. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I am currently thawing. Yeah. Um, speaking of, oh, okay, so... Um, Yeah, so I've also been thinking about the Bible a lot um, and the story of Adam and Eve and how, you know, Eve was born from one of Adam's ribs. And um, I thought, you know, that's probably the first historical record of gaslighting. Yeah, (laughs) like God and and Adam are like, yeah, Eve, you were born from one of Adam's ribs. Now, ouch, ooh, that really hurt. Now you do everything. Oh, you like fruit, you Brayburn bitch? How would you like to grow your own watermelon every nine months? How do you like them apples, you Honeycrisp whore? Cool. Um, boarding also is a something interesting. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, what did I want to say about squirting? I totally forgot. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, that's something I do. Uh, it's it's fun. It's like a fun party trick, you know. Um, it's honestly, it poses a lot of philosophical questions. Like, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, is squirting pee? I don't know, it's one of life's impossible conundrums. All I know, in theory it might be gross, but in practice I have gotten nothing but rave reviews. You know, multiple times men have been like, when they found out I can squirt, they're like, can you do that on my face? And I'm like, are you asking me to waterboard you right now? That is a war crime, sir. (laughs) But okay, and then I will never talk to you again because you will drown. But while you're down there, could I make you a nice lychee martini? (laughs) House Specialty, Shaken Not Stirred. All right, thank you so much.
5: Amy Stringer, everybody, making martinis. Kelly, you ready? Yeah. Your next comment coming to the stage is ready? He's ready? Here he comes. Yeah. Kelly Evans, give it up, everybody.
14: I lied. I'm not ready. I'm not. <laughs> I was... All right, we're gonna fucking wing it then. Hey, everybody, how's it going? I'm from Texas. I'm sorry, I don't represent the people there. Okay, I'm just gonna get that out of the way. Uh, most of my family is actually pretty liberal, which is which is cool. Um, when I moved here, they were very supportive. Uh, they were like, you know, you should follow your dreams. Uh, then my uncle was like, you move to San Francisco, you'll be fucking dudes in no time. <laughs> And that was pretty dumb because, first of all, a city can't make you gay. All right? Second of all, that actually took about five years. It took five years for that to happen. It wasn't right away at all. Also, weird thing, he's gay. He's actually, yeah. I don't know if he was uh, insulting me or, like, supporting me. You know? You fucking dudes in no time. You know? He is a, a dumb person, though, because he um, he refuses to say people's preferred pronouns and it's not because he's anti-trans. He just has no idea what a pronoun is. He just and he refuses to learn. He's like, I didn't learn it for no diploma. I ain't learning it for you. And I was like, you is a pronoun. He's like, actually, I'm a Baptist. I was like, you are so fucking dumb. All right. Um, yeah. Thank you. I was going a little too fast there. I'm going to slow it down now. Uh, <laughs> I feel like... Uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately... Is that uh, I feel like the people who have immigrated to this country in the last 50 years have been like the best, brightest, hardest working, smartest people from their countries coming here to find the American dream, right? And that's a problem because the people who founded this country were the dumbest Europeans possible. They were just like, we got to get the idiots out of here. You know, there were people who were like, we want to move to a new land for freedom of religion unless you don't agree with mine, in which case you are a witch. I will burn you. I will burn you at the stake. It's the weird people. They wear buckles on their hats. That's like the last place you need it. You know, it's like, what are you going to tighten it? I don't know what the plan with that is at all. Yeah. They're just not really the smartest people in the world. You know, people here are all about freedom. They're like, they're like, I want the freedom to have a GED and still be able to tell a doctor he's wrong about a virus. (laughs) Like, okay, you should kill yourself. Um, Let's see. What else do I have? That's uh, how much time do I have, by the way? Two and a half minutes. God, I really should have prepared more. I've been kind of like all over the place right now, so let's just rely on a couple jokes that I know actually work. Um, I uh I'm in a new relationship. Woo, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a hero. Um I the thing about new relationships, I'm happy to be in one because um there's like all these things you have to learn about people. I don't like sleeping with strangers. I like being in a relationship because like sexually I feel more comfortable if I know someone and I actually care about them, you know? I mean, I'll fuck a stranger. Sure. I mean, who, would like, if they ask, I'm not going to like, what am I going to, it's going to be bad. I'm just going to be very bad. Probably. It's like a 50, 50 shot. And that's the entire problem is like when you have sex with people, you don't know, it, you, it's like halfway. You're like, I don't know this. Am I going to be really disappointed at night? Probably. But, uh, let's take a chance on chlamydia. Um, let's see. Anyway, uh, well, I'll do an actual joke, I guess. So I've, um, I'm in that whole like learning process and, uh, my girlfriend asked me if I could bite her. I was like, all right, yeah, (laughs) nibble, uh, you know, and, uh, and then she said, make me bleed. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's intense. But, uh, I, I made, you know, I tried my best and, um, like I I could see my teeth marks and I was like, fuck. I need braces. I think I need braces. Or Invisalign maybe? I don't know. This has been soul depleting, but thank you very much. You guys are great. Have a great night.
5: Kelly Evans, everybody. Give it up. And I believe we have reached the end of our comics for tonight. Yay! Thank you everybody for coming out. We really appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for the next uh, show on Monday, Joke Workshop at 6 o'clock. Thanks very much.
15: Yeah, 14. We only got 34 more left cars ago.
2: I wouldn't know what... uh, Oh, my God. This man says killing me. You're preying on me. Look at this. These guys
15: are grown men. They can't even fucking get it. I can't breathe, buddy. (laughs) What a crazy car. Come back here with my
2: car. Hey. How did that happen? Listen. You know I'm the bad guy, right? Yes, I do, and you're pissing me off. Now, I'm going to continue to be unfair to you, but yet the audience will love me.
15: You know, one of my favorite car thefts is, I learned it's for the Grand Theft Auto way. They stand in front of the car. The car stops, and uh, then the guy presses triangle, and he walks up to the car, opens the door, pulls the driver out, and, drives, ah! and then he gets in, and then his buddy, who's in the passenger seat, eventually leaves. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a uh, radar from M.A.S.H.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: He just dropped another Pollock bomb. He goes, how do I look, you know, in his fancy car? And he goes, right. like a dumb Pollock. Where's your <laughs> wig? It makes me itch. Okay, now, they got a car, and they're going to find heroin in it like millions of dollars worth of heroin yeah now our hero is too smart for that he's like go put the car back right away you know what i mean like right the mob or whatever car. yeah go put the car back right away but the bad guy is like we got to a- we the got bad
15: me. guy who looks <laughs> like Stacy Keats, by the way, the Stacy Keach lookalike is like, "Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's not run to, to, hang on, hang on, I have an idea, I hold on to this."
2: <laughs> he
15: does look like Stacy
2: Keats, the cokehead. Yep. Oh no! No! Oh no! I hope. Oh! Knock on the door. Who could it be? The cops. Oh no.
15: How do they know it's heroin and not sugar and not uh He, he went like cocaine.
2: this, this kind of thing.
15: Oh, right. Yeah, that's how I could tell.
2: Oh, so, yeah. Well, I mean, I could tell for cocaine. I wouldn't know what heroin is. If I had a little cocaine I like get, I'd be like, yes, yes, cocaine. <laughs> there is no question.
15: Oh, come on in, Officer O. Is it yeah. O?
2: Well, it is someone they know. And is you see his gun. Yeah, that's yeah. production value. He's a real cop in real life. I got nothing on all these actors. They're just listen the
15: yeah. And, You're and right. brothers and the cars are the stars in this
2: film. Yeah. So look, there's heroin on the f- ground. And the co- Now what the cop is there to do? They remember all the heroin is shoved into the car, like they, you know, if he bumps something wrong, it'll fall out. Like open the glove compartment, you know. So they're all scared because of the
15: heroin. Right, better snort it.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
15: <laughs> I have an idea. Give me some tinfoil foil.
2: And now, a what the cop is saying, what the cop is saying is, um. There's been 35 expensive cars stolen in oh, Los really? Angeles. Oh, Count- really? Yeah, so we're counting. Oh, no. Ooh. This is 70s drug dealer right here. No, he, he, they tricked him. He goes, listen, while you're in there, can you back it up so my the bad guy can get into the office? He goes, oh, sure. Ah, what what me worry? He turns on the car and backs up and hides the heroin under the car for them. Nice. Because think he didn't
15: bring his, his, his dog with him.
2: Dad.
15: He's the one cop that doesn't have a police dog with him, right? The guy yeah, who goes into yeah. a room full of heroin?
2: Yeah, he's a, he has a K-0 unit. Yeah,
15: K-0. Well, that's what it was in 73.
2: He goes, listen, I'm stupid, and we need to sell that heroin right now. He goes, well, I'm smart, and we're not. Okay, so, okay. You think that he's saying to himself, let's return the heroin, where Return we are, yeah. So that we don't get in trouble with the mom, right? Right. Okay. The Which was his thing. thing back then. I don't know. Anytime. Listen, if you like switched bags with somebody and there was like 84 million dollars in there, like right. sure you could say like, oh I'm rich. Somebody's looking for that money. And if with that much money, you know, they'll find out who had identical luggage. You know what I mean? Like there will trace you.
15: These are identical cars, too, right?
2: No, no these do not. Okay. Just what, white. what I'm trying to say is you think the boss is smart for returning the heroin, but then he doesn't return it, he burns it.
15: Oh, the heroin's in there. Yeah. Well, maybe he wanted to start a drug war while he's at it.
2: right exactly so he's gone from brilliant to stupid if you aren't going to return the heroin then sell it this is how
15: to burn a lot of heroin in in 60 seconds
2: really what he wants to do in 60 seconds is entertain us as an audience oh
15: yeah we're going to watch a cargo blow up
2: yeah 127 cars he kills in this movie
15: burn it alive with heroin in the back bye Renee yeah
2: that's right now, Loretta Lynn here with yeah. her hair, which she didn't have in the beginning. Look how big it is, man. It's crazy. She
15: doesn't have the biggest hair in this movie. That The other guys have like crazy hair.
2: But I mean, she must have gone down and been like, hi, y'all. Can you give me the Dolly Parton? Sure, gal. Sit down. You know what I mean? I got right. a big shoot today. I mean, it's a quaff on her head right
15: now. It is a quaff.
2: He's wearing a helmet, like in Spaceballs.
15: Oh, dark! You think that's dark helmet? <laughs> or Darth helmet?
2: Where ha- you burnt the heroin, you idiot! I'm on the bad guy's side throughout this whole film.
15: I'm by the burning car, sniffing up as much fumes as possible.
2: <sighs>
15: Did you? Hey, Mike! A car full of heroin's on fire! I'm on my way. <laughs> Bring you like a tin foil uh, a straw with me. I made it. I made it with some foil and a pen.
2: <laughs> Heroin foiled again.
15: Foiled again. It's a kid's movie about a dragon that I chase. Oh, look at this place. It is so cool. Like even the parking lots are cool in this movie.
2: Okay, the thing is though. It was a, okay, if you were listening to the sound, you'd see that it's very poorly acted, but they're trying really hard. You know what I mean? It's very poorly acted, but at the same time, you forgive him for that, because you know he just made it with his friends, so it's like community theater quality. You know what I mean? Darn it. Hey, I'm not joking around. You take me seriously now. Line, line, you know what I mean? It's no acting. This is the worst part of the film. It goes from her to this guy, walk, okay. All right, I'll watch it. It's, don't watch it. It's long and tedious.
15: Well, I do have to take a peek, Carl.
2: Can I yeah, step away? I this is the time. Did you right. bring like, um? what I do is I have a bucket. I mean, I'm not a gross person or anything. I immediately well, clean it out did, after the show.
15: Not to delay the inevitable, but you've watched this movie about three times, right?
2: Yeah, and I forgot to tell you oh, – go, go ahead and ask your question. Oh, I no, me.
15: no. I just, I'm just, i just imagining you using a bucket those three times.
2: <laughs> not for number two. Seriously, it's not – Well, the second but time you watched the movie,
15: you didn't use the bucket. I got to – not for number two.
2: Okay, so we're back to her smoking in the office.
15: Yeah. Her hair didn't catch on fire.
2: With her coif. Oh, and here he is walking along the cars. We're back to him. You got the mad car. All right, I'll be right back. Oh, wait, we're back to her having a cigarette. Oh, we're back to him walking the cars. Oh, he's walking cars. Somebody's dialing a phone. Well, the point is the Eleanor they had was not insured, so they have to go return it and get a new one I don't know why that's the rules but it had to be insured so we have dead air and I do apologize for that so I'll just tell you about you know this guy okay HV Halicki. He made a bunch of films in uh, 72, they're all car films, Love Me, Deadly, Race Driver in 72, this movie in 74. In 82, he did The Junkman, which was kind of like a sequel. In 83, he did Deadline, Auto Theft, which again was another sequel. Uh, He did in 88, Deadly Addiction, he was a Rolls Royce driver. And 89, he tried to do Gone to gone in 60 Seconds too, but he did die. He died during the uh, filming. Maybe I, sh- I should. During a stunt, uh, just an accident. Here, I'll tell you about that. <clears throat> Look at them. He's walking the cars. She's smoking in the office. It's the worst. This is where the film gets stupid. Oh, he's found an Eleanor. Now we're going to get some action. Uh, August 20th. Oh, she's in the office. He's at the play. August 20th, 1989, while filming in Dunkirk, Buffalo, New York, Halicki was preparing for a dramatic stunt sequence in the film in which a 60-foot tall water tower was supposed to topple to the ground. When the cable attached to the tower snapped unexpectedly, it sheared off a telephone pole, which fell on Halicki, killing him instantly. mm, mm, mm. mm. Poor guy died okay this film's still sucking right now which it was so good before oh it's an anonymous tip it's an anonymous tip sorry i misled you a little I, okay. yes all that happened was they have to return the eleanor they stole okay but that's okay. They know where a new Eleanor is. Remember? The right. Yeah, Star? that's right. Yeah. But the bad guy is so pissed off about the heroin, he's calling that detective with an anonymous tip. Oh, my God. Some thieves, those people you've been chasing, go to the International Hotel where they'll be picking up an Eleanor.
15: I missed that. So the, the detectives say, hey, you're not like the other car thief who's pissed <laughs> off and that's the only way I find out about this shit, right? Like, you're a real citizen and you're calling the police and I'm doing my job? This isn't like some shitty vendetta that you... Ca- like oh, I wouldn't right. even know about you guys if you didn't fucking call me. Don't tell me that,
2: right? It's a tip. It's an anonymous tip. It's an
15: anonymous tip. I'm
2: just okay, a no. concerned citizen. The cop who we saw who got the tip, who went to their place and they tricked him, why isn't he sitting in this car right now? Because it's just two regular cops. Guy's a maverick filmmaker. Where is he shooting the shot?
15: Is he on a doll? In a hotel a
2: room. He's probably, no, he's yeah. probably, I don't know the answer, but I assume that he's it's in the a, hotel a building
15: room there. Yeah.
2: The lobby. It looks like a crane shot. Yes, but, you know, it can. In a
15: weird way, it's not.
2: Well, why would you? I mean, if you could just go up and <laughs> open it. I mean, that's how they shot JFK. You just open the sash, throw hey, I told you. There he is. All right. Okay. So they got that tip and they went and they don't see anything. They're just, is it suspicious? Two guys pulled up. One guy gets out. He's going down the ramp into the, you know. Yeah.
15: It is suspicious. Yes. I'm looking for car thieves. I would think that's suspicious. Yeah, Because you went into a parking lot like that. He got out of Did he get out of the building and go to his car parked underneath? No. He is scared. Sabotage. <laughs> oh, I can't,
2: can't stand, stand it. I know you planned it. Just water gate. <laughs> because you're
16: all in my face.
15: You know, you watch that video, God bless them all, and you go, wow, the PC boys have a great sense of humor. Yes. And then you like watch the band for the next couple of years. You go that one time those guys had a great sense <laughs> <at> of <you."> humor.
2: <laughs> yeah, some of the early stuff when they were old school is pretty bad videos, you know. Yeah,
15: well, they were right. funny. You got to fight for your right to party. It was funny, right? Well, then,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
15: Oh, you're talking about, like when they were punk rockers with Lil no, Lilith no. Dreamer?
2: You're right. You're right. It was after you got a right. Re- I think it was called. Uh, Booty calling, booty booty calling. Booty like
15: shaking, them.
2: right? Into stone. Yeah, yeah. Booty shaking.
15: No money shake. I don't know.
2: Okay, look at this.
15: Look. He's gonna We're do it.
2: To spill the Eleanor.
15: Okay, because one the car alarm was going. Second, off. Three second,
2: four second, five seconds. Whoop! <laughs> yep. Oh shit! Well, this, is, this part of the movie is called "Call" is called "Gone Got in it. Forty Minutes." We are about to enter a 40-minute car chase in which 97 so cars will be destroyed. You just I am so excited.
15: Day. I'm so glad you let me pee during the show. You know, as give a guest, a I, I, I just... I uh, can't believe you keep saying you're a guest, Carl, week after week.
2: Listen, I don't give the host of our show permission to go pee. If it's number one, you got to go. Whoa! gone in 40 roop, 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 minutes roop, roop, roop. you can't drive on the sidewalk
15: no that's not cool you have to unless you're on a uh, electric motor scooter then yes you can yes
2: then you can drive on or the a side.
15: bicycle you of course ride your bike and, on the city sidewalk. city
2: ordinance city ordinance
15: yeah i think it is a rule oh no don't go through that tunnel i got in bad vibes
2: so this is the one eleanor they need to steal and get to the dock to be the 48th car by Man. whatever the last second Okay. This is some
15: remarkable film
2: And Jenny. it's the last car, can he make it?
15: Oh man, so they got all the other cars So 47 cars have been taken in the first 47 minutes And now the last 47 minutes is this <laughs> car chase
2: Look how it's already all fucked up They can't yeah. stop
15: that Yeah, they can Oh
2: Whoa, what production value?
15: Yeah, right, that's uh, HD's
2: couch, by the way, HP it, really, it probably, sure, yeah, it probably is. He, yeah sure. he went down there, how much is the couch? $15, $15, that's outrageous.
15: No, I don't have the sound on it. And as I said, I haven't seen this movie. Does the DJ that we're watching now, does he become like the the, the narrator of the film?
2: Yeah, it kind, no, not really, but he, yeah, he will narrate.
15: Whoa, that's loud.
2: You see, the car chase originated at their radio station, the building, right? And now right. There's, so it's like, it's K something H all country all the time or something like that, and they're just going to kind of give details of the chase as it goes on.
15: K A R S cars, what a vibe! What we got? A hotline? Oh. We, no, uh, I was supposed to recognize every location.
2: Well, you know, growing up in L.A., I yeah, know that this is where the place where police uh vehicles. Or or and this was the radio station when I was a kid.
15: Yeah, as El uh, gelino as yeah, we say it, for short.
2: If your radio station begins with the K, you're weird. In here, California. You're weird, no. Weird. Radio stations. Weird. You begin have with some East Coast. That's
15: just your East Coast bias. Well, so what you know is weird is Canada. It has nothing to
2: that. do with where I live. A normal radio station has a W. If your favorite radio hey, can we at least news. unite
15: East Coast, West Coast is about Canadian fucking CNBC? Are you fucking business cable news or are you fucking
2: a Canadian NBC affiliate? What's up with that? Yeah, I think you would want to identify yourself as the NBC affiliate. KNBC,
15: CNBC, not affiliated with CNBC. Oh, that's that downtown well, restaurant. Yeah. That must be downtown.
2: All of these. Look cars. at this. Listen, all these cars you're seeing—yeah. Okay, the bystanders are real, dude. Yeah. All these cars you're seeing are uh, owned by HB. He bought them all. <clears throat> he bought fire trucks for two hundred dollars a piece. He bought a garbage. You see that?
15: Yeah, the old no, lady's in You know that he reminds me of the actor Dax Stewart. D A X. Do you know uh-huh. who I'm talking about from no. Uh, He was married to. I think he's still married to Kristen Bell. He directed a movie called Hit and Run, where he had a big car chase, and the final car was some prototype he owned, and it was very similar to this. I mean, I'm sure he was inspired by this as a filmmaker. Well, this is
2: the seven. Do you mean the car itself or the film? Uh, The film has the same
15: spirit. Like it's just it just dissolves into a car chase. This is pretty crazy.
2: (laughs) God, I wish. These people who are about to see right now, they are act. Well, they're in the movie. Right. But Okay. But the normal bystanders are not. Okay. They're right now. The chase is over. That's it. They got Wait. him. Thank God. He's surrounded. You're surrounded.
15: You said this was a 40 minute car chase, though.
2: Well, it's clearly over now. The chase is over. Hey. Hey. What? 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 Whoa. Look at that editing. He
15: shot he a bullet in it. Look. Here's a cut, cut, quick cut to a bullet. Yeah, two seconds energy.
2: after it went through, right? Carl,
15: Not only does Carl do all the production of this podcast, but 30 years ago, he did everything for Fishburgers, a public yes. access television show on North Jersey. Uh, North that kind Jersey of editing, able. right? How- yeah, that kind of ability. You throw an egg at the, at the Montclair City Center uh, town One hall. Time,
2: um Vince ro- fell off the roof. So I did this scene in which he falls off the roof, but it was really onto that thing over the bathroom. You just couldn't see it off camera. And then I had him jump over the camera with just sky. And then I had him jump from the back porch to the ground. So I cut the three together. It's the sky one. He, boom, through the sky, you know. Kinder spirits. Okay, now the car chase is getting big and choppers are getting involved. Now, you asked who's the narrator of this film. See the radio guy, but also it's like RK Fox weather planes getting in the air to monitor the chase, you know. But also it's the police radio, police, you know, the dispatcher, they narrate. Why don't you listen for a while?
16: All right.
15: I have it on five, Carl, because it is really loud. All right, is it?
2: This sounds like grand theft Auto at this point
15: that's that's Vince Vaughn doing his motor, motorboarding impression
2: <laughs> Vince well so that's going out on the air
15: oh breaking news elderly couple sits up park bench. Yeah.
2: look at this that HB just just killed another one of his cars Oops. it's gonna kill 127. Now, look at the good editing, pretending that they're recoiling with whiplash.
15: Yeah, and the sound effects, which we haven't been listening to, they're better than anything Bugs Bunny has.
2: Now, you asked if I saw this film three times. I have. This is my fourth. And that's all I'm used to hearing.
15: Right. Oh, our podcast is in a service.
2: These are all HB's cars. He just went to auction and okay I'll give you four bucks for that I'll give it no That's four bucks 000.
15: right yeah I mean this is not like oh hey check out my gun collection a hundred thousand dollars worth of guns no. this is just like he went down and got himself cheap cars and
2: right and you see them over and over. okay
15: watch here's a funny joke well was... that's amazing then see oh, the camera I'm shot laughing. again he does that's these so batman TV angles where he has the camera like in a weird spot to give that angle different angle yeah. I love it it's, it's
2: the cinematographer was um, I don't have information on him because he's just another person who only worked on this these on HB's films I don't know Barrick, I think his name was pretty fucked up at this point look oh I love this apartment why don't we take it and then they get hit this is what we're going to see for 40 minutes
15: yeah, this is like Crank or Crank Two. Like, yeah, I, I, am gonna overcome my fear of being shot in the first movie. There you go, boy! I got shot
2: again. You got, hey, you gotta pay your toll. You don't have easy pass in 1974.
15: You know, back in 1974, they weren't able to take a photograph and thing. You, the best the, the toll instructor could do is stick out his arm and wave and shake his fist.
2: Did you see him go up to the toll and then screech to a halt and twist? Think about it. HB was up at the edge of some yeah. highway filming with his guys. Okay, you know, it's got the walkie-talkie. We're almost to the toll thing. I mean, it's just normal people. Oh, in hey, one. there's the
15: bear. Fucking California Republic flag. 70s. You don't need to Wait.
2: hear the soundtrack.
15: Oh, I'll get shifted to another gear.
2: <laughs> look Come out on, there's, let's go baby
15: you kind of stop suddenly
2: uh crash. Crash.
15: oh looks like a hubcap's falling off <laughs> <More> like <laughs> mel blank this is what mel blank yeah. did on the jack betty show
16: yeah. jack is that
15: your jalopy well it's a fine car i tell you here i'll start the ignition and then Mel Blanc gets up to the radio mic. <laughs> that's
2: right, that's right.
1: I remember that.
15: Yeah. Sorry, I was so loud with our introduction, and now I was doing my Mel Blanc car impressions in your ears.
2: <laughs> I gotta now, go. This is filmed on regular roads, and oftentimes yeah. people were in danger. But there I also wasn't really- a- a casualty outside of the filming. And lots of times they closed off streets and stuff. I'm sure. With permits. Although I do
15: have to say that the director of this film, it seems like he modified his own vehicles and then shot him driving at 80 miles per hour. And it just seems like, you still need someone to test the car, you know, to make sure it's going to be like the studs going to
9: work. Well, he's
2: a stunt driver and he thinks everything's cool and we do safety protocols. And Yeah, but,
15: you know, even working on spreadsheets as an assurance administrator, a second uh-huh. set of eyes always helps to check the numbers.
2: <laughs> okay. You see the production value of this film? He knows the cops. So they said, hey, well, I would like to film you taking off the choppers. You know, you go, okay. Yeah. Sure thing, H.B.
15: There was no other reason to see those helicopters because he had the chance to show those helicopters.
2: Right, and that's true throughout the whole film. You'll see, like, you're going to see them doing, like, uh, going on motorcycles and doing uh, model planes and... Okay, now, this is going into the construction area, and there's going to be a cop... Whoa. There's going to be a real life. This is what I was talking about. He's just showing production value, You're right? There really? will be a accident for real with one of the cop cars.
15: Not, not one of the BMXers.
2: No, not like a real person. Like, uh, a, okay, it's one of the actors in the. Can you call them actors? It's one of the people in this film. One of the stuntmen. And those old timey lights where the sirens were big and heavy up top. That almost killed this guy because he'll flip upside down and it'll squeeze. They had the jaw of life, his neck, his head out. Isn't that great? Yeah. Notes. Whoa. Whoa. Be careful. This is all planned. He owns those cop cars, but the cops are real. They really are. That's,
15: so they were, so they, not all the drivers were professional stuntmen?
2: No, no. <laughs> no.
15: Someone's, The ones who didn't get hurt
2: were? Yes. Nobody got hurt outside.
11: see
16: like stuff it's all types of that kind of lore. it's definitely going to be hey, especially if you're a hit the genre.
2: side of the people who were, you know, in part of making this film.
15: You know, it's always depressing when you watch a movie and it ends with the, like, in memory of, and it's like a stunt person who worked on the film and you go, oh, well, you know, like, I'm glad they, they acknowledged it and they, they, they gave the memory, but.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Here is stereotypes in a car, okay? Oh my God, seven... where's the
15: audio? <laughs> this is, this looks like us in the car, yeah. smoking and driving around.
2: It's Okay, the next time you see them, do put the audio up because they are so stereotypy.
15: Okay, well, here's the sounds beforehand.
2: wee wee Well, the dispatcher saying, the pursuit is over. Repeat, the pursuit is over. Then she goes, the pursuit is not over. Suspect leaving construction area. You know. Whoa. Whoa. You're surrounded. Up. Oh, that's it, Mike. The chase is over. It's done. Nicholas walk.
15: Cage, give it up.
2: This
16: is the police. You aren't
15: We, fa- your brother, has been freed. Do not, you don't need to do this for the kidnappers.
2: Now look, the, they're making little flirty stuff. Like, oh, I guess it's over. Yes, finally, cute, cute officer who I've always had a crush on.
15: This movie is basically him, like, well, I'm surrounded. Nothing
2: I could do except run. Look, the car came up and bonked him, kind of by a mistake, and it charred him. He goes, she now she's like, the pursuit is not over again. Look, this is here. It is. That's the. This is a real accident, and it was not meant to flip over and go down. And it crushed into him. They got him out, and he's fine. These are all real, uh, I mean, um, you know, plans, stunts and everything. They're not accidents.
15: But, I mean, him driving into the overturned car
2: wasn't on a purpose, right? That was a different scene. Like, the guy on his own loan flipped over. If gotcha. the guy crashed into a flipped over car, there was not a person in the car. Nobody, gotcha. there, I think there was some reckless stuff in this film, and I'll, you know, the only injuries we really learn about are the directors themselves because he was the famous one, but I'm sure check, there was check, stuff.
15: Well, I know that craft Service's food was really hot. It burned the, uh, the tongue and the t- roof of the mouth of many of the crew members. It's <laughs> <laughs> a chilly night. If it was chilly.
17: Uh, are you playing anything right now? No. Can you hear me? I can hear you.
14: Okay, cool. Yeah, let me uh set this phone down, then I'll play something.
15: Really yes. yeah, so in nineteen seventy three. Yes,
2: it delayed the starting of shooting. Yes, yeah. having so, very rough mornings.
1: Well, didn't none of the doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> this, uh, I'll have you play
17: like a few seconds. I guess we're going to run the sound through the iPad because I was going to try the
1: phone. uh... For sure. Yeah, only thing is it's um, sideways right now. I don't know if you
15: can fix that. I'm about to play something.
17: Maybe. What's happening? What's happening? We're doing a sound check. Glad to have y'all over here. There's no dead air, just a check for everybody. Uh, I'm gonna play some uh, background stuff because we can't let any dead air on here.
15: The actors could say their lives, they just had to wing it.
2: Uh, oh! Whoa! One hundred and twenty-seven cars. I know, and we're wow.
15: I could feel one hundred twenty-seven brain cells pop. Each time a car gets destroyed. Where are you going? GPS, take a right at the Dust Bowl.
2: Ooh, now, recalculating. The cops who have been fit- chasing from the start, remember, at the hotel, they were disabled there for a minute, but they're back on. And she's nice. like, are you still in pursuit? And he goes, what do you think I've been doing? Having coffee? Yes, we're still in pursuit.
15: Yes, we're still in I love that. What do you think we've been doing? Ordering Chinese food through an app? Of course we're doing it.
1: It works perfectly up until the sound
15: check. um, I'm just working out the...
17: uh, Is there anything playing off of there? I'm
15: going to do a remake of this movie.
2: Again? Well, if it's a
15: TV show uh, and it's eight hours, I think it'll be fine. (laughs) The same thing every week.
2: You can just do it as a reality show. I always yeah. wanted to do one of the Demolition Derby. I think that would be a great, a great
15: one. Do you watch shows like Top Gear and the American Equivalent?
2: I don't know what that is, no.
15: So this is a longtime BBC show where three television personalities would ride junkie cars on, like, trick stuff. You know, they're, they're uh, gearheads, and they get to drive rarefied cars. It's like uh, Jay Jay Leno's Garage, but they wreck right. shit. And- and they, they drive on scary bridges and shit like that. And one of the guys on the show, Jeremy, uh, fuck, I don't remember, Cornish. Cornish. He, say, he said something that was vivid, right? Jeremy Pivot, who did BBC shows. Uh, but he said something awful and they fired, the BBC fired him yeah. and they hired like Matt LeBlanc to be the replacement. And then Amazon Video. Joanne Duran? No, from the Friends. Yeah, okay. I'll be friends with you. And then, uh, but basically, the original uh, presenters got their own Amazon Prime show called, like, The Grand Tour, where they do Uh the same shtick. Cool. So they drive around and and trash cars and shit like that. They didn't,
2: you can't cancel me.
15: You can't cancel. Oh, I got canceled. Oh, well, oh, Amazon Prime's giving me a lot of money to be on an international market. Damn, you cancelization. (laughs)
2: Look
15: at these good shots, man. Not Jeremy Corbyn. I forgot. Who cares? I mean. Uh,
14: I had some music playing, so you couldn't hear any of it. Damn. Um, here, let me try uh, turning it up louder.
17: So this is what it is, making sure it's fail safe. <laughs> <laughs> You hear it? Um, maybe go a little bit louder, but it's already pretty loud. Hold on. For sure. Yeah, I'm I'm not trying to get no uh, noise complaints on you, man.
14: (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Same here.
17: Yo, what's up, man? How you doing, man? So we're just doing a sound check right now with asterisk. It's good. Uh, I, I can hear it at least as long as it's audible. You can turn it a few decibels. But I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll let you know when, uh, I'll give you a few cues when you can turn it up and, uh, when Hi. it can go low, but I think we got the levels on it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Say, how about there? <laughs> yeah. Right on. So we'll go ahead and end the live. I'll do the volume and, right there. uh, we'll start up at, uh... We'll start up at 8.25, And then uh, from there, I'll shoot you the intro. I'll usually end the uh, playlist out like a uh, minute
2: early. Uh, Jeremy Boob from Yellow Submarine. Or? Hi, sure. um, yeah, that's right. I was
15: going to say Jeremy Boob. Another from thing Yellow I was going to say uh, Jeremy
2: Lloyd Haupt. He was in 93 phone. in this uh, fish Did, did you, you ever watch uh,
8: The Chase? I should yeah. be able to read it. Give me one second. Let me, right. uh, like
15: let me isolate this. It's sound. the same director as uh, Never On. The Martin
2: Sheen chase one was so, uh, better. The, go ahead again. Oh, but yeah. The Martin Sheen Let me know what Sissy Spacek. Yeah. Oh, um. Okay, uh, look, could,
16: uh, he I just slammed into loud. a
2: pole by mistake. 85 miles per hour. The Cadillac behind him bumped him. All right. Okay. The director, HB, he, he got really hurt. Um. 85 miles per hour. When he woke up, right? He goes, did we get coverage? Like, did you get that? You know, did we get the shot? That's all he cared about. Well, yeah. Yeah, Cadillac hit him. He spun around into that pole at 85 miles per hour. And it was just another example of him getting hurt. Now, they they had to... I really don't know the story. Like, every time he gets hurt, there's... They would have to delay for like a couple weeks and he finished the, you know, he would finish scenes with a cast on his leg. He was like evil Knievel type of guy. Right. More narration of, uh, look at that fire. That was- it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's not controlled at all. I mean, like, no. this. look, he bought this garbage truck at auction for $200 and it's going to get crashed into and topple over. Now, look, the all, the people in the film are helping them out of a burning car. But the onlooker, this person is working for the film. But the onlookers, those on the sides, that's real. Yeah. smoke this truck over with cables, and you should be able to see the cables at the top.
15: Oh, yeah, right. Because there's other wires above it. so it's, Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm not looking for it. I wouldn't see it. He invested $200, got himself a garbage truck, and fucking fucked it up. Yeah, right in the middle of traffic. Money. Yeah, with real onlookers. He couldn't like He didn't he he call the county,
15: right? He didn't he say, oh, hey, guys. Hey, I was going to blow shit up.
17: Yeah. Well, yeah, man. We <laughs> go okay. for now.
2: Uh I'm, I'm sure he had a permit. I, uh, there isn't up, a lot of uh, information of in here the here so on the internet about this film. It's mostly about his widow, iPad. who so would go that's on all to. That matters at the end of the day? Uh, uh, you know, yeah, she was making one. the sequel with him in 1989. They and were I'll, both I'll starring in the, uh, it, sort yeah. of as husband and wife and they were deep into it like 30 minutes of Volume shooting already the this, hey, this up, scene there was yeah, a yeah. water tower that was but to but crash uh, yeah. to the ground they were going to pull it down with cable of one Matt, of those cables snapped
16: go, and sliced uh,
2: into a telephone we'll pole
16: start, we'll, and we'll it, start oh turn up the
2: sound now
17: 25.
15: okay hang on a second. sorry and then uh
2: Okay, that's it's it. Be, Did you know, hear the stereotyping?
17: Uh, yo, man, you're good,
2: way, man, you looking good, man. Pass that bottle, yo. Out. I,
15: I just see like us fucking in the back seat. Uh, like, can you pass? I Yeah, can all right, just whatever.
2: Two hundred dollars. That me. that fire truck yeah, yeah. that we just and saw.
17: I know they're
15: weird fire trucks.
2: Yeah.
17: MP3, send me whenever. The sound's gonna be like a lost file. We can like Sam folks. So. I have like uh, I've been. Uh, uh,
2: can... All right, that's good. Now we're gonna crash Sounds into something yeah, yeah. just to dope, right show now, production actually. value, just to yeah. go wow to the audience. Right uh, yeah.
15: Wow! As an audience member, I'd really had a I spent
2: eight dollars at the grocery. That's the highest bill in months. Mm-hmm.
15: Oh, right, 1973, where you were able got to take okay. the shopping cart out man. of the supermarket so, yeah, and wheel it yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, and you would bring it like, back a week oh, right. right. when you or or shop. It's like time to go. go. Yeah, you wheel it over. Now, it yeah. wasn't the right thing to do. That's fucked up. You're not oh, supposed God. to do that. But it would happen oh, wow. all the time. It never happened. Really? Old ladies, would, especially.
15: Would wheel home the shopping cart and keep it in their driveway?
2: Yeah, like Hudson County. Um, yeah, this is Carson County. County. Okay. This is the real mayor of Carson,
14: California. California area, population of over
2: 82,000 and assessed valuation of nearly $350 million. Whoa, $350 million. That'd be one building now.
15: Right. Look at the pipe smoker up front. I'm, I really want to hear this and smoke tobacco.
2: His name is Sack Yamamoto and he is the do, real life uh, city of Carson mayor. And he goes, goes excuse to, uh, me, mayor, there seems to be some sort of chase.
15: It, to... <laughs> They're what? They're shooting a movie of doing what? That's one so, way of getting the city to agree with your Carson's.
16: <laughs> <laughs>
15: have the mayor in it. Meow. No.
16: Meow. No. 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 No.
15: Yeah, yeah I think it's a <laughs> DVD. There's some truck driver like we just got a call as smoky as did detected you. Come on, Mac. This it, what, this this, is, this, this movie was highball and they would have had a CB radio right. on.
2: That's that's why I was trying to. I was like, who do Jerry Reed? That, that's Jerry Reed mean. and Peter
15: Fonda. Peter Fonda, my friend Peter Fonda plays rabbit. He's a, uh, used to be a former trucker and now he just goes his own way. We're free balling. I'm Jerry Reed. You know, trucking the hauling trucks from Canada down to Canada is not easy business, and yeah. our movie uh, and shows in the that. United States. Yeah, using Canada. Oh, the K Fox. Right.
2: right. Sidewalk. That's oh. great, cray.
15: Okay, here we go.
2: Production he, value. He finally, he met their match. Yeah. Production value.
15: Oh, no, look out. Seven shopping carts are in front of us.
2: Look at your cool tricycles.
15: Don't call them that, dude. Don't call them tricycles, man. Tricycles are only 50 bucks. Easy to maintain.
16: Ooh. Oh, my God. That guy. All right. You know what? Girl, that guy's
15: big.
2: Yeah.
16: It was unreal,
2: man. He was on man. He'll oh, say real the again. Listen, there's the blimp again. Yeah. Turn up the
15: Oh no, don't hit the Dotson building.
2: Is that 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 sun? Is that that um that uh sun? That sun? That sun. Look, those are real onlookers going, what yeah, the I fuck know, is I'm happening? What's out, going on?
15: Hey, I just thought you were shooting B-roll of uh, people buying cars. <laughs> B-roll. There was no B-roll in this movie. Everything is you see is shot and put on the screen.
2: Now look, this cop is like we're gonna make a roadblock, like a lot of cops have showed up, and they're gonna make a roadblock. Okay. And in this scene, one of the cops almost gets killed. Now you see the guy with the stripes and this mustache? I right. think it's him.
15: Oh, well, how can the fucking miss them?
2: When it impacts the car, he has to fucking leap away. You'll see it.
15: All right. He goes, I think I hear him. Come on, let's get going. But that's a car. Is that Spiegel make car noises?
2: Well, give me clunk. I'm broken noise.
15: Like He's Mel Blanc or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, roadblock.
15: There we go. That's going to stop him. Third. Whoa. Look
2: how he had to run away. He hopped yeah. over the car. And uh, sk- that's a real almost death.
15: Like I mean, he, he, like, yeah. Fuck, dude.
2: Here you know, these onlookers, remember when he hit the pole and he was knocked unconscious? Yeah. There were people there, uh, you know, the Cadillac had hit him and spun out and rolled over. That was all planned. So the pretend cops were like, Oh shit, you know, like the filming was stopped. So the onlookers are like, Help the victims! Hey, cops, do your job. That lady's hurt. Right. Stay
15: away from the craft service table. Do your job.
2: Now, this is Moran Cadillac, but it's Moran. And what they did is HB owned like four of the Cadillacs lined up in front, and he put an oil slick so the car would slide into the Cadillac. But the oil slick was so good, it like slammed into a bunch of that. Oh. Oh, turn up the sound. He's going to have a great thing. He had to buy all the Cadillacs he destroyed at this guy's place. Keep
16: it up because she's going to have one
2: last little. He's
16: going to faint.
2: He just can't believe it. Now, there we go. That's it. He wins the Oscar, in my opinion. That was a great
15: yeah. Catch ignored by the oscars was at least in was at least in the in memoriam the following year
2: okay we're gonna have it again in memoriam we're gonna have it again mike you're surrounded you can't get out the road must be over now watch how he sneaks out of the roadblock look how cool this is whoops
15: he always hit that guy too (laughs) wow This, this is all for an eleanor
2: uh, yes, and look how fucked up it is. Look, she's calling the boss all upset, and she's like, I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know what's here. Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, phone for Mr. Joaquin.
15: Huh? Phone for Dan Mr. Aykroyd. Phone for Dan Aykroyd Phone,
2: phone for Dan Aykroyd. Here, listen to her. <laughs> He evolved, one, brother. Look
15: at him. I'll be right there. I'll That's be right it. there.
2: That's it. I'll
15: be right there. I'll be right Look there.
2: What did that fake hurt person,
15: Mister Joaquin? There's all oh, your cars got wrecked, and they were really wrecked, and they got wrecked, and uh, yeah. I'll,
2: I'll
15: be right there. I'll be right there. <laughs>
2: So this oil slick really yeah. was so good that he smashed into about seven or eight Cadillacs. You know, three of them he owned, so he had a little buffer, but he had to buy the other ones. He's like, no problem, man. Let me write you a check. And the, the Moran Cadillac guy was like, I just made six sales, you yeah. know? You bought, you break it, you bought it.
15: Isn't it like shooting porn in your face? Your, uh pizzeria. People were like, yeah, didn't you shoot porn in here? Oh, it's the best dealership. Yeah, but didn't you have a car wreck a bunch of cars in your place? Yeah. Quality entertainment. I guess I would go to that car dealership. I saw you and gone in 60 seconds. All your <laughs> shit got fucked up and nearly killed anyone. The,
2: Those are actors.
15: Yeah, but they're showing it. I mean, In the movies, they it's always
2: sensational. like...
15: Every no, but like if you see a movie, like a Terminator movie, like a yes. Terminator Three in particular, all the cops jump out of the cars before they explode. All the cops roll out of the cars, or oh, they're okay. But here, like they're actually showing consequence.
2: Yeah, you saw that lady on the stretcher. Yeah, the this band. guy. Just, it's all fake, but yeah. Because
15: you don't have movies. Has... Movies don't show you that. You don't see that in Fast and the Furious. The people no, that got hit.
2: No, if the car lands, wheels up. But usually
15: scout. you're 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 zooming through some exotic city and you're smashing cars left and right and those cars go ziggy zaggy and blow up. <laughs> yeah, but you never see the people in those cars being put on stretchers afterwards.
2: Yeah, bloody nose. Yeah, broken co- clavicle, collarbone. We already saw this shot.
15: He's a, well. He's going to.
2: Oh, look! Oh. He's breaking. Okay, now turn up the sound. Look, going for a different angle to dissolve.
15: Slow motion. Keep
2: the sound R- of no. the. about Use to compress ten vertebrae. That's our director. Check, here. check, check, check. Just watch, compress 10 of his vertebrae and he'll, he will be okay, but he'll walk with the limp for life. He'll, wow. Yeah. That here? Right here? Look, right our here? Director is. wheeze really on his spine. Ugh. Now, look how cool the movie is to do these echoey sounds. I mean, it's not the real motion. Showing it from eight angles.
15: This scene, damn it, hurt, uh, hurt you. Yeah, all right, great. Let's do slow motion. I want to hear roar. <laughs> Put in the, the middle, middle of the movie. The
2: avalanching down. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, when you win the 500, you do that circle donut and make some right. smoke.
15: Well, people always ask me, like, did you just win the Indy 500? I go, no, no, no. I just yeah. pour milk on my shirt.